Corona. <laughs> Mac. Oh, sorry. Are we ready to go? Yeah. Hey, this is Jack Kelly, and this is podcast. We crewed our podcast number. You ready? Number. 20. <laughs> so, and, and I think so far we have 20 people who listen. So that's pretty awesome. So the numbers match up. So everything is just going awesome. Speaking of going awesome, I'd like to talk today about the coronavirus. All right, all right, all right, wait, wait. Do not, do not turn it off. What I'm going to talk about it, because I know everybody's getting ticked off and they're just tired of hearing about it, is not about the death toll and people getting sick from it and all that kind of stuff, because frankly, I'm not that interested in that part. So, so we're not talking about that, all right? So now you can come back and listen. This is more, this is more fun, because this is economics. All right, wait, that's probably not fun either, so you probably don't want to hear that either. All right, so what we're going to talk about is really what's going on in the market, the job market, because of the coronavirus. So no casualties, no death toll, none of that. We'll leave that to the other people. But really, it's like, hey, here's what's happening in a nutshell. Unless you're living under a rock, I'm sure you know what's happening. You have the coronavirus started in China. A lot of people walking around with masks and hazmat suits and locking people in apartments, and it's just crazy. Uh, it spread, spread to Korea, spread to Italy, to Iran, so have some people here. And so everybody's freaking out. My opinion is this. Now, I'm not an economist. I'm not a doctor. So my opinion really doesn't amount for much, you know, but so I. So, you know, we all have opinions. And my thought is this. Put aside all the medical aspects of stuff. No matter how that plays out, which I personally think we're going to figure it out because particularly here in America, despite as much as people complain about America and find fault, we're pretty awesome. You know, we're really good when things get bad. You know, we've shown time and time again that when we face difficult times, we're able to overcome it. And it's a combination. I think as Americans, we're pretty decent people, all said and done. You know, regardless of all the yelling and screaming and politics and bickering, you know, at the end of the day, we're pretty decent folks and we really want to help one another. So we have that plus capitalism and capitalism, when it comes to something like a outbreak, a pandemic, an epidemic, whatever it is, it really helps because there's a big financial incentive to find the cure. So if you put together where people are good natured and want to help plus Capitalism is going to make it. If you're the one, if you're the company who could find a cure for it, you are going to be filthy rich and famous, and it'll be awesome. So, so I think on that end, we're going to take care of it. But here's what's going to happen. In all seriousness, the challenge is this: when you look at China, we it turns out we are so dependent on them, so dependent on everything from our iPhones to our Nike sneakers to you know pretty much all the clothes we wear, and they're so integral in the supply chain that in China right now, it's pretty much grinding to a halt. Businesses are closed. There's very little manufacturing at all going on. They can't ship out products. People can't travel to China. They can't travel out of China. People are quarantined within their cities. People are you know, locked up within their homes, literally. You know, you can see on some of our, um, some of our, our articles, uh, unless Twitter took down these pictures, you actually see people being welded in their homes. So things are just really slowed down there. And then we're finding out in Italy, in Japan, and others are taking kind of sort of similar measures to be ultra safe. 
what happens, it becomes a snowball effect. So that if, let's say, Japan closes down businesses, and I think they said they're closing down certain businesses and schools for the month, month of March, then you have other countries say, well, if Japan is doing it and China is doing it, we should do it too because we don't. And something goes wrong, you know, we're going to be held accountable. And I don't want that on our, you know, on our hands, so we're going to shut down too. So once you have these things shutting down, think about it. From American point of view, if we're sh trying to ship out goods or services, where's, it can't get to them. They're not going to get it. If we're trying to buy stuff from them, we can't get it either. If you want to take a plane, not, not many people are going on planes lately because they're a little freaked out. People aren't going on, you know, on these cruise lines. They're a little worried. So what happens? Money isn't spent on fuel. They're not spent on planes and hotels and restaurants and what have you. So you have this impact where companies are starting to think, all right, I don't know about this whole coronavirus, coronavirus thing, but I do know that there's a little concern in the air about the economy, what's happening. And what I've always noticed with companies, if they're excited about the future, if they feel positive about the future, they're going to invest. They're going to start new business lines. They're going to start new ventures. They're going to hire more people because they feel good that the money they invest, whether it's in hiring people or in starting new divisions, new companies, launching new products, it's going to go well because everything is good. Conversely, if you have a time like now where there's fear, there's anxiety, there are worries, there are concerns, it's easier to pull back. And I maintain that's what's happening. It's happening now and can continue to happen where companies are going to start thinking, hey, wait a minute, why should I start hiring people if this is going to get worse and I'm just going to have to let them go? doesn't make any sense. Let's just hold off because think of that. That's the path of least resistance. Let's just wait and see what happens. Why bring people aboard just to fire them, which isn't good for anybody? It seems more rational. Let's take a wait and see approach. So you take a wait-and-see approach, but you don't know how long that's going to take. It could take a week. It could take a month. It could take three months, six months. That's the wild card. See, that's where I think the big issues are. I'm not so concerned about the virus because I am really super confident we're going to come up with something to find a vaccine, a remedy, a cure. But it's this short-term gap. This It could be a month, three months, six months. I don't know. I don't know how long these things take because this is kind of new territory for us in which they won't be hiring. And then the longer it goes on, companies are going to start thinking about downsizing because they're going to be worried, hey, our revenues are down, our profits are down, we got to cut costs. And then it can, you know, becomes convenient to cut costs of individuals, you know, start letting people go. So then you start seeing this weird dynamic in play. Companies aren't reinvesting. They're not seeing the revenue flow. They're holding up hiring. They're downsizing. So I'm saying this not to freak anybody out or spook them or be doom and gloom because I'm far from that. I'm a pretty optimistic person. I think if you're looking for a job or you're in a job, it makes sense to kind of have this framework so you know what's going on. Because if you're looking for a job, it's hard enough as it is. So then you might start wondering, why am I not getting callbacks? Why am I not getting interviews? What's happening? If you're at a job and you're not getting a raise or promotion or there's a weird feel in the air, it's yeah, it's because of this. So my goal for this podcast is more to plant the seeds so you get a sense of what's happening and why it's happening. 
connecting all the dots. Because at first you might think, hey, this is just like the flu. What does it matter? Big deal. Everyone's getting out of control. Well, yeah, but here's how the nuts and bolts play out when it comes to your job, to the companies, to your career. So I think you have to have the mindset for the next short term. I can't even tell you how long, you know that this is gonna be weird. It's gonna be some up and downs. You know, you had a day, well, last week you saw the stock market fell about 10 or so percent, kind of a correction territory. Over the weekend it looked doom and gloom and everything was terrible. Then Monday, all of a sudden it was up like a thousand points. Today, the Federal Reserve cut costs. Well, I'll say today, you're not gonna hear this podcast for a few days. So this is, uh, I'm, I'm doing it on Tuesday. So the Fed cut, prices cut uh, sorry the interest rates to kind of stimulate the economy a bit and hopefully to keep things going but you don't know so this could be this uncertainty back and forth where you probably see some good news and the stock market is up the mood is is better then something happens and all of a sudden it's down again and i could see this happening for a while so i think for the short term you're gonna have to have a thick skin you have to be mentally strong, emotionally strong. You have to be prepared that this is not going to be an easy road, you know, except for the fact that maybe, you know, miraculously some vaccine is found tomorrow. But otherwise, it's going to be a long stretch of uncertainty. And this is particularly hard because over the last number of years, all you hear from the media is record high employment, record low unemployment, stock market is booming to new highs. And now we're going to have the other, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of worry, a lot of anxiety. A lot of slow-moving business stuff. So be prepared. You know, be strong. Understand that it's not just you. If you're going through this, this is everybody's going through this at the same time. And then, hopefully, and I'm confident that we'll find a cure. Things come back to normal. And here, here's the thing. It's really delaying. So all this stuff isn't like okay, the world has changed. It really is just stopping it for a while, because people are going to still you know, go to restaurants, they're still going to travel, they're still going to do all the things they do, except for now it's kind of delaying it till there's more certainty. But then once that vaccine is found, once there's a cure, once they have it under control, then the wheels start moving and everything kind of kicks in. So it's just hanging tight until that happens. So hopefully, hopefully, even though this wasn't like one of these great, awesome, you're, you're listening to this podcast, oh, wow, I feel so great about the world and everything but at least it gives you an idea of what's happening, why it's happening, and so that you, sometimes by just understanding it makes you feel better. So even though this is kind of an, you know, not the most pleasant topic, I hope this helps. I hope it gives you some understanding. And uh, if you ever want to talk more about it, hit me up, let me know, and, and thank you so much for listening.